Here we are, tenaciously being. My name is Rather. I'm your host. This is the place where we get to be real about this wild and crazy journey called life. We're going to talk about both the beautiful blessings and the cringy, crunchy, confusing parts of being human, all from a place of unconditional love. We get to create this life. We get to choose how to be in the world. It's time to disregard the shoulds and forge our own path. We've forgotten that this is our opportunity and possibly how to do it. Let's remember together how to simply, gloriously, courageously, and tenaciously be. Hello, hello, tenacious beings. Welcome to episode 23 of the Tenaciously Being podcast, where we are just barely grazing the surface at this point of what it means and what it looks like to be on this planet right now, to be ourselves with a capital S, to be our soul's highest purpose to tap into our light our purpose our our our, our way of being <laughs> there's it feels like there are very few words uh to to use to describe what it is that we are doing right now this evolutionary process of being human on this planet (laughs) in whatever shape it may be (laughs) the planet too is simply being and uh here we are here we are thank you for being here thank you for being here episode 23 um it is early november and 2023 and this is a very big time of year for me in my life always. Um, it's a big time of year in, I think, most people, at least in the United States life. Um, we're approaching the end of the calendar year, which involves Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And there's just a lot going on. There's a lot of events to participate in it's the culmination of a semester of school there's holiday stuff to participate in or not and there's just a lot going on all the time um in addition to all of that stuff it's also my daughter's birthday as well as my mother-in-law's birthday my uh, my husband and I's wedding anniversary and my birthday <laughs> all crammed into a six-day window (laughs) right at the beginning of this month and so it's a lot and in addition to all of that I think I've shared this already before this whole Q4 concept as a maker and a creative who uh, sells my wares um, the things that I create this last quarter of the year tends to be when most of the purchasing happens in the greater scheme of things. And so it is, uh, it's, it's tough to just, I mean, it's like fairly impossible to 
to pump the brakes on wanting to get my art out there and to be the the artist that I am this time of year because I feel as though if I if I do if I do pump the brakes and I don't put my stuff out there that I'm missing out on what feels like the only opportunity of the year to sell my stuff um and I want to sell my stuff because that adds to this feeling of worthiness that is kind of a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. Um, I, it's, it's a core consciousness that I <sighs> am beginning to unravel and um, accept and um, yeah, unravel is a pretty good word for it. Um, untangle. <laughs> um it's uh so this morning um so anyway so this time of year is just kind of it's it's busy it's hectic as a matter of fact i think this episode is probably going to come out a little bit late um because of that because <laughs> there's just so much going on and i'm also um going to be missing some of the things that i um like to do uh, throughout the day because there's just so much to do. And that's, you know, I know that I'm not alone in that. I know that we're all having to make hard decisions and um, choose some things over others uh, this time of year, especially, but I think just in life in general, right? That's part of this process. So anyway, this morning, um, I listened to um, Lori Ladd's Untangled episode. I don't know which episode, 62, I think, something like that. It's called, um, it has something to do with the soul contracts, I think, is what she titled it, something about soul contracts. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. But um, this is not the first time I've heard her talking about it. And um, it is very aligned with um, the little soul in the sun story that I read to us i don't know what episode that was i will find out though um and put that in the show notes as well but i think it was like episode 19 or 20 that i read the children's um adapted story of um the little soul in the sun by daniel walsh walsh neil david neil donald walsh i can barely see the the spine of the book right over there um, which is the story of basically our souls decision to come to earth and incarnate as a human to experience such core consciousnesses as worthiness like i've just mentioned i think in the in the book what is it that he wants to experience um forgiveness is what he wants to experience i think in the book and that and then the story tells about how another little soul contracts with him and says, hey, I will help you experience forgiveness. But in order to do that, I will have to do some really, really, really hard things and some dark things. And I will have to slow my vibration down into a, a darkness that, uh, that will be potentially harmful or scary to you and you you may not remember what this what this contract is that we made together you may not remember that that 
you wanted to experience forgiveness and to really understand and know what it felt like to practice forgiveness and to be forgiveness. And in order to do that, I have to show up as somebody for you to forgive, which means that I have to hurt you. And so the story is essentially laying out um, what Laurie was talking about in this episode of core consciousnesses and and soul contracts of how we, um, you know, when we signed up to play the game, we made contracts with certain people to remind us that that's what we were here to experience. And until we can acknowledge that and be aware of that and then make the choice of whether or not to stay in that um, or move on and grow out of that and grow through that, um, we will be kind of witnessing and being in those ways for most of our life. And so... um, Worthiness is one that that she brings up a lot, and and I feel pretty strongly and deeply that is one that I chose um, prior to incarnating, and that and that is one that comes up for me a lot. I get I get triggered, um, and this is and this is how you know what those things are: is that you you it's what you get triggered by. It's what you get. Um, it's what any kind of patterns or responses that you've witnessed yourself. We've talked a little bit about becoming the observer and being able to witness yourself. Um, For me, and I I don't know if I have like any specific stories that are going to come up or anything, but for me, this unworthiness comes up in a lot of ways. One is uh, on like a business and professional work wise you know we are worthy of nice things and of 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 abundance and of money if we produce if we show up if we are um a good worker right like we get the paycheck if we clock the hours in and and while there is some some truth to that and we are in a in a world where we do exchange dollars for hours and and time spent that that's not the only way to prove your worthiness in in life and as a mother and also i like to add that this this caveat that i am a mother who never anticipated being a mother and so i had never put myself in the imaginary place of becoming a mother do i want to stay at home do i want to have two kids or three kids do i want to you know what's the what is that i never i never spent any time in that imagination space of of imagining myself as a mother until I kind of came to the reckoning that I was going to become a mother. And then I still kind of kept it at an arm's distance. And then for my first year of being a mother, I was kind of, I I, I knew that that's what I was approaching, but I didn't really understand the the mind fuck that it becomes of, of where does my worthiness now come from? If I'm staying at home from this, for for this child and staying home with this child because there's no opportunity to you know be, because that's what you have to do as a, as a mother i mean that's i suppose you don't have to and i know there's people all over the place that don't or can't or won't or whatever and it, and it, 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 there's always caveats to anything that i'm saying um all of those aside, I'm not here for those. I'm here for what did what my experiences with this was 
feeling all of a sudden this worthiness thing really, really, really flare up. And it was mostly because I am not bringing in dollars um, to contribute to what our family has and needs. And I am not um, providing in that way. So therefore, I am not worthy of nice things or of anything that I potentially need. And, and this is, I don't, I know that I'm not the only person in the world who thinks this and, or who, who has these thoughts, I suppose. And I also know that they are not necessarily true. And that's a paradox that I've been, you know, experiencing for seven years now. And it's, um, flaring. (laughs) It flares at different times and I can see my triggered responses to this. I see myself melt down and become desperate for a break. And I see myself um, really get annoyed by all the neediness and, and that I have to constantly show up for something that is not giving me worth or, or giving me this feeling of worth in return. And and there's animosity in that and there's there's you know I, I get really triggered by feeling overly needed and not provided for enough and personally what i'm coming to realize is that the only person and this may seem obvious but the only person that's going to provide that deep deep sense of worthiness in my life is me <laughs> Ah, fuck. (laughs) So I'm the one that has to provide or at least tap into. Like, I, it's my responsibility to tap into the sources of worthiness that I am aware of and to spend time there and to allow the time that I spend there to nourish myself with a capital S, to, so that I can come from a place of worthiness, that I belong here, that I, you know, ultimately zoom way out. I was a soul in the ether who chose to experience unworthiness, you know, and, and, and I, I wanted to experience what it felt like to not be enough. And, and when I can see that, if I can zoom out and see that, then I can allow myself to experience it in a way that is not jaded and defensive and so triggered and troubled and annoyed by and consumed and, and, and allowing that, you know, when I, when I find myself in these places of just, just feeling like I am not enough and there is nothing that I'm ever going to do, say, provide, bring that will make me be enough. I mean, in, in, in hindsight, as I sit here and say all that stuff, I sound like, like, I feel like I sound crazy. And of course I am enough. And I know that I am enough right in this very moment but there are absolutely times in my life where I am triggered out of that knowingness where I, I don't feel enough because 
there is always another question and always another need and always another request. And, and, and it's, it's real flared with, with kids <laughs> because I, I do provide a lot for them and they are not old enough or capable enough to provide a lot for themselves. And so I, I, I do have to, you know, grocery shop and, and, and make sure the lights are on in the house and, you know, clean up a lot. And, and yes, of course, there's things that I can pass along and teach and they can contribute in ways that take the load off in so many ways, but that's not, that's the, 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 the solutions are not the point of talking right now. The point of talking right now is essentially to remind myself and if I need to remind myself then likely you might need the reminder as well (laughs) that I came here whole complete and knowing that I was going to forget that wholeness and that this journey the reason I came the, the 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 point of being here is is not to be an amazing artist is not to be a mom is not to 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 be financially abundant it's not it's not to even to like spread creativity and even though that's like what my my mission feels like but it is to walk the journey to flow in the river to experience all of it <laughs> all of it being including the the triggered moments and the pain and the anguish and the feeling of unworthiness and it is when we allow those feelings those emotions those thoughts and beliefs to flow through us as opposed to hanging on to them and allowing them to become us that when we can relax and let it flow, that is what we came here to experience and to have more of. And that is the the evolution of human consciousness is to be able to experience all of it. It is not about experiencing only the love and light. It is not about elevating our bodies to some sort of fifth dimensional reality where all of that disappears. Will that happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen naturally. And it's going to happen by, by a combination and a culmination of all of us doing it individually. It's not going to be some sort of like moment where everything just falls apart and then comes back together and it's all love and light. And there's no such thing as war and hate and, and all the horrible atrocities and all the horrible shit that's going on in the world. It'll just disappear. No, we have to, we have to experience this. We have to allow it and see it and become aware of it. And this goes from the way big macro shit from the, you know, the, the, the wars and the, the, all that other stuff, the atrocities and the hate and the, and the, the, the killing and the abuse and the, just the, the horrible, horrible, horrible shit that's going on in the world that we, that we, because we hang on to it and we own and we allow the, the the feelings that arise when we see that kind of stuff, we allow them to become us. 
we're hanging on to them. We're anchoring them in the darkness and we're anchoring ourselves in this darkness, in that, in that low vibration, thick, dense, like tar, syrupy energy, the really thick energy that, that is designed to hold you, you know, and it sucks you in and it, and it wants you to stay in that because when we are in that, we are in that lower vibration. We are in living in fear. We are living in, in hate and divide. And we are much, much more easily manipulated and controlled and, and like hating life. There, miserable. <laughs> right? When we, when we spend our time down there in that way of being, Life sucks, and that's when we're depressed, and we're anxious, and we're, and and we we have all of the 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 stuff that we 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 don't like feeling. We 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 grab onto it and we anchor into it, and it just really does feel like the world is gonna, you know, like like we don't we we can't be here. We don't we don't want to be here, you know. So how many times have you been in a state where you're just like, I just want out. I'm so tired of this. I am so sick and tired of feeling this way. Well, my love, those times are the times that are beautiful opportunities for us to zoom out a little bit and recognize that those moments are not being done to us. That is our self with a higher S or with a capital S, our self giving those moments to ourselves. So giving us the, the opportunity to see that that's not where we want to be and to, to, to process it, to allow it, to give it a seat at the table, to invite it in and say, you are just as worthy of my emotional space of my of my attention then you were just as worthy of all of that as the the love and the light and the joy and all of that great stuff that we want it's hard it is so not easy it's funny because the, the moment i say hard i'm reminded that we had a nanny a few years back she only lasted about six months and she stayed with us not she didn't live with us or anything but she stayed with us for three or four hours in the middle of the day and she when she moved here from new york she suddenly started seeing angels and hearing from angels and she allowed herself to she she allowed herself to 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 see them and to know them and and to hear them and and I was a safe place for her to share that experience with her, with me. And, um, and she told me the one thing that she told me was that the angels have been telling me over and over that you need to take that word hard out of your word, out of your vocabulary. <laughs> so every time I say hard, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to say hard. Because it doesn't need to be hard. What it, what, what's being asked of us is to relax into it and to allow it and, and to... And to give space to it so that it can flow through us back into the ether, back into the, to, to whatever, back into the river. 
and that's and it's it's not easy to do. I know it's not easy to do because because there is no book, there is no like timeline, there is no. Um, I think that the somatic tools that you probably are seeing around and and I discuss occasionally, you know, that's a huge part of it because we are bodies, we are souls inside this body, and so we need to feel it. And so it, you know, and so often we're like, yeah, I felt it. By like taking a nap or something, you know, or 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 crying or or something, you know, like. But we really do. We need to really feel it. And I, and I think that's where we're we're kind of stuck right now because feeling is hard, and feeling doesn't feeling is vulnerable. Feeling is uncomfortable, and it's especially uncomfortable if you are around other people, <laughs> which is like always, right? <laughs> and it's. It's really important to allow the feelings that arise to arise. And isn't it interesting how, um, how triggered we are by our feelings, but also other people's feelings, you know? If you ever, this, this happens to me a lot because I, I tend to be a crier and my tears come to my eyes and I just have no control over them. And so I will tend to cry when emotions start hitting me and that it, it changes a conversation, not always for the better. A lot of people get really intimidated by my tears and a lot of people get really triggered themselves by my tears. And I've learned over the years to just let them go and to let, let them be. But I do know that it, that they, that they affect the conversation pretty heavily and, and that I too am affected by tears. I see this a lot with my kids. Um, I have little girls and so they are feeling a whole, whole lot. And I, I, I think that most kids in the world right now are incredibly empathic and they are feeling all of this energy and they don't know what to do with it. And it's not always safe to scream and cry, right? And, and, and that's part of this parenting journey is to allow that, allow the screams and the crying. <laughs> it's so hard. And, and then to also reparent ourselves and allow the screaming and crying if it, you know, when it comes up, not even if, when. <laughs> and that's rough because we, we say things that, that really affect our relationships and our people around us. And that's why this, this, this uh, soul contract conversation was really special because it's not just soul contracts like twin flames and, and, and star-crossed lovers or whatever any of those words it, it, relationships and that can be co-workers bosses family members extended family members um neighbors friends like we relationships are not just romantic relationships um they are all relationships we relate with each other and that is i remember having that conversation with an old lover about how like no we are still in relationship. We are not, we're, you know, it doesn't just, we don't just, just, just like disappear from each other's lives when, when we are still having conversation and that is relationship. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. And, and these relationships are provided for us and they come to us. I mean, not all of them are, are pointing to our, our, core consciousnesses but i think in many cases that they 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 do and i can look back on lots of friendships and existing non-existing friendships and and lovers and and family members and just lots of different ways that i have seen this unworthiness 
crop up in my life and this consciousness for that. And that's definitely part of what I'm experiencing in this, this modern world right now is feeling, you know, every, every so often I feel like I am just not worth it and I'm not enough and I'm never going to be enough. And there's nothing I can say or do or provide that is going to ever make me feel enough. And that's a shitty feeling. <laughs> and it's not easy to, to allow that feeling. It's not easy for the people around me to, to let me allow that feeling because they can see how painful it is for me to feel unworthy. And, and that's kind of a bit of the conundrum and the paradox is that I, you know, it's not safe to feel that way in so many ways. And that's you know, a bigger conversation about the layers and layers and layers of programming and conditioning and the thoughts and beliefs that I hold that, that continue to come up so that I can see them. Because that's a, that's a thought that I'm not worthy or I'm not enough that will that will come up and instead of me being like shut up yes you are <laughs> that's that's the love and light that's the the disservice that the spiritual community and the self the self-help community has kind of done for ourselves is is this conditioning that like oh that's a bad thought put it away <laughs> no that's a bad thought that's not a bad thought it is a thought and it is here and it deserves a seat at your table and it, and you are allowed to feel that thought and, 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 and analyze the thought and ask yourself, where does that thought come from? Wow, I have that thought a lot. How, how frequently do I have that thought? Oh, like 10, 20, 50, 60 times a day, <laughs> depending on the day, <laughs> you know? So, so how much of that thought is shaping my reality? And will I ever actually feel worthy if I don't allow that thought to shape my 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 reality and so i have to let that thought be and then i get the choice on whether or not it it shapes my reality it's very convoluted and it's not very easy to like accept and 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 i know that not everybody can just go listen to lori and accept it the way that i can so i feel like sometimes i'm i'm bringing in a a lori light (laughs) in a way and, and I do hope to have Lori on the show eventually so that she can help share her side of it too and, and, and know that this is coming from a place of like divine, like from, from source, you know, and it's, and it's not, it's not, um, it's not as like woo woo and scary and intimidating and, and counterculture or whatever as it as it may seem um that it's the closest thing i know to truth so i'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right there and say thank you for being here and i hope that um you know my vulnerability around one of my core consciousnesses being unworthiness can um can continue to shine through especially as we wrap up this calendar year and i think that i've i've come to some conclusions i'll share maybe next episode about where this podcast is headed and what the what the direction is headed and how we can um how we can grow together and evolve together um because 
like, like I said, there really is no manual or, or handbook or book or program or there's no like one philosophy that's going to get us through this. We are kind of on the front lines and trudging through it together. And it's just part of the process. And we chose to come, not just to come hang out and like, you know, coast through it. We came to participate. And, and this is me participating and showing up for myself, but also for humanity. So thank you for being here. And perhaps we can all participate in our own little way with um, how to be in the world, how to tenaciously be, because it's going to take some tenacity with all of this, uh, the programming and the conditioning and the outside voices, all the fucking shoulds <laughs> ringing in our consciousness and ringing in our lives of all the things that we should be doing. Of which I have a list of my along, and that's why I'm going to cut it short right now. Thank you for being here. I hope you're having a wonderful week, and I hope that your life is leading you exactly. I hope that you are allowing your life to lead you exactly where you need to be. And uh, yeah, take care. Cheers. <laughs>